Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Game on Australia podcast. I am Straight Jacket Jim, the thorn between two roses tonight, as I'm joined by Natty and Rogue. How are you going, guys? Hey. Wonderful to be here. Hey. <laughs> Glad to have you here tonight. So we've got a bit to talk about. We've got the three things gamers need to know today or this week. Sorry, one of those. And... Uh, <laughs> Got and a big question a bit later on, as well as we've opened up some voting for our three uh, 12 games of Christmas design competition. So stick around for that. And uh, yeah, here's the music. Here we go. One, two, one, two, three. Game on, game on. It's game time. Excellent. Game on, game on. It's game time. Excellent. Oh. It always goes on for a little bit too long and I miss the symbol beat. I want to crash at the end. And it's still going. Oh. Done. There we go. Welcome everybody again. Uh, Night Shepherd, I'm going to get you back for that comment. That's, uh, I'm going to find a way. I don't know how just yet, but I will. But for those playing along at home, listening to the podcast uh, that's been released on Friday, he said, look at these goddesses and straight. So... <laughs> But uh, but yeah, so we're here. We're getting very, very close to the next-gen of console launches. I'm very excited myself. I paid off my pre-order for the Series X uh, yesterday. Um, It's all paid off, so all I have to do is walk in there and grab it and walk out. So I'm super pumped about that. Um, But one we we haven't... I haven't really talked about too much myself is the PlayStation 5 only releases two days afterwards on the 12th. So um, do you guys... Have you guys seen a lot about it or, or... Got some info that you'd like to share? Uh, let Rogue go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, the PS5 is out on the 14th. 14th? 14th? Is that correct? 12th, yep. I think, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 12th, sorry. Yeah. Yes, 12th. And, um, yeah, I think it's probably, like, my most anticipated console, well, for a yeah. very long time. Mm. So... But unlucky for me with the whole uh, Sony drop, what happened with the pre-orders. Mm. Yeah, unfortunately, um, yeah, I missed out on that, on the first um, shipment, the first mm. release. Mm. So I won't be getting mine on uh, November 12th. I'll be getting it next year, unfortunately. <laughs> Could be worse. I had a, a, a friend who his missus decided that she'd try and pre-order the PlayStation for, for him, and he got really excited until he realised that she'd accidentally ordered a PlayStation 5 controller. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I was so tempted um, to just get all the accessories, but um, hmm. but then I kind of had a thought, imagine all the accessories arriving November 12th, but no actual console. Yeah. I think it would just be salt on the wound. <laughs> You'd be sitting there, look at all the things I have that I can't use. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so are there any launch titles you're looking forward to the most, Rogue, for the PlayStation yes. 5? Um, Miles Morale, so the new Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. That has to be my number one because, yes. yeah, Spider-Man on the, um, PS4, that that was incredible. And I think the good thing with the Miles Morale, I think with the, I think it's the deluxe edition, you get the, um, like, a, a remastered ver- um, version of the, first spider-man with it oh nice oh, that's well, excellent yeah so um yeah really excited for that and oh 
I don't know. And I think I think the Harry Potter game as oh. well. Yeah, that looked about it. Oh, what, what kind of game is it? It's a it's an open world RPG and wow. you pretty much go to Hogwarts. And I just think that's like, you know, childhood dream come true. <laughs> I can just picture I, I, there'll be like the Hermione role players in there that will just sit in every class and listen to every lesson. And oh, do, yeah. I, yeah, I was just thinking about it. And I was like, when they announced it, I'm like, oh, my God, what classes am I going to take? I want to take this class and this <laughs> class and this class. And I'm like, am I going to get like a school timetable? Or <laughs> I probably won't even actually like, you know, play the game. I'll just want to go to class. <laughs> oh, and I wonder if you get to choose what house you're in or if, you do some survey or something and it's yeah. like this is what your your house is oh imagine mm. yeah i can just imagine all the restarts for what oh, people wanting to get into one. their own house <laughs> <laughs> what are you what are you hoping for uh unpopular opinion but i've always loved slytherin <laughs> oh nah, so nah. yeah uh, i'm all about slytherin cunning smart yeah yeah that's what I'm all about. So if I don't get that, I'll be restarting the game until I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, run super killer. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm jealous of everybody that has prepared for this generation. I, I was just like so busy with work and mm. life. I was just like, oh, wait, pre-orders? What? Yeah. Oh, damn. Missed everything. Well, it, even yeah, if you were prepared, though, it was like, yeah, oh, it was mayhem. I, I, I was sitting there, like, quarter to six Perth time in the morning. I was there ready to go, and I just couldn't get it. Yeah, I, I was lucky in the afternoon I managed to grab one, but it was, like, the morning was terrible. In 15 minutes, they were gone. It was... Uh, it was insane because yeah. um, cause I know Sony put out a... Um, oh, they put out a disclaimer saying that uh, to get, like, prepared for um, pre-orders, there'll be plenty of notice... And then they had the conference and I remember I was watching it that morning and I'm like, as much as I'm loving the conference, hurry up because I need to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got to work and uh, I got a few messages saying, did you get a pre-order? And I'm like, excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> and oh, yeah. yeah, by the time I got home, yeah, there was nowhere that was, um, you know, for the release shipment, I had to get on the 2021 shipment. Mm. Shame. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm just gonna have to stick with my switch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> unless wrong, Nintendo do some, unless Nintendo do some surprise console to mix it yeah. up. But. Don't, oh. don't don't put it past them. Like they they do yeah. that. They'll just they'll have a Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Nintendo Direct. Oh, by the way, this is out now. Yeah. It'll be the Switch Lite Plus yeah. or something. <laughs> the the mythical Switch Pro that they've been rumored for how long now? Oh yeah, the every six month cycle of yes, the the new switch is coming. Yeah. We promise no. So some, yeah. some they don't even say that. Like they just there's patents that Nintendo lodge, and there are people that go crawling through the patents, and they go, they patented this. That probably means that a you know Switch Pro is coming or a Switch Lite was coming, and yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, onto the Xbox Series X and S. So they come out on November 10th, and we were lucky enough, well, when I say we, that's the royal we. Um, our fearless leader, Pete, and Inferno have been lucky enough to get a couple of Xboxes. And you may have seen on our YouTube channel, they've done a video of an unboxing of one. So we're going to show that to you now. So stick around, and we'll be back very shortly. 
Hey guys, it's Pete here, uh, and I'm with the... I tell you what, every time I actually catch up with you, it's like you've got an extra name. Um, the Master Chief Editor, uh, Inferno, uh, the historian, uh, the man that is Xbox for Game of Australia, Mr. Chris Inglis. Oh my goodness, how exciting is this? I'm freaking excited. This is like the, the best thing to happen since sliced Xbox bread. Since Xbox bread. Now, can I just say, right, you, sir, have the, like, the willpower of something with a lot of willpower... Um, because these arrived when Wednesday, and you've been whole, and it's now uh, Monday the following week, and yep. you've you haven't opened it yet. So well done, you. It's it's tough. It's been it's been sitting right here while I've been playing the OG Xbox, yeah. and it's been incredibly tough. Now, um, how excited are you to open this? About a twelve. Can I show you how excited I am? Yes. Showing. Okay, let's do this. Let's crack this baby open. This is the Xbox. Series X. Series X, yes. There we go. So, oh my God. The first thing oh my I God. Like, first thing I like straight up is just like internal branding. Yeah. Because I work with a lot of boxes at medical supplies and you just rarely see this on the inside. The also easy part is it's, it's super simple to get out of the box um, for, the, for the accessible players mm -hmm. and disabled players. It just screams, we've thought of everything, doesn't it? Like, yeah. from the moment you open it, like, just seeing the, the Xbox logo and absolutely everything, but, yeah, just beautiful. It's so good. So, uh, we'll get rid of that. Bye. <gasps> and then we have the front of the box with the trademark green glowing top, which we'll talk about shortly. And then on the back is the man himself, Master Chief. So, really bloody cool packaging. It's advertised as the Series X, one terabyte SSD, 4K, 120 FPS. Very exciting. It's got a bit of the architecture on the front there. And then shows the actual unit and the new controller on the other side. Now, in comparison to... No, this is the first time I have ever been present for an unboxing of an Xbox. Okay. Um, so in comparison to all of the other Xboxes you have ever seen, because I think you've owned every single one of them since the Genesis, the very first one, um, how does this compare? Just pure packaging. It's, uh, it's incredible. So my biggest memory is the Xbox 360. So that was all white packaging, but it was really about what was in the box. It was all about... Um, it was just white. I think it had the Xbox 360 logo, the green and yellow one. Uh, then the Xbox One came again. I wasn't really caring about the box and packaging itself. I just wanted the product. So this is the first time I'm really caring uh, and, and yeah, having a good look at the outside. Um, if you aren't a knife, man, it's got these clever little... Look, this is, again, thought of everything. Look at this. Close up in on this. Look, that's a non-sticky part to the sticky tape, which makes it easy to just peel off, which it just... Oh, yeah. Oh, well, Are we doing it? Yeah, yeah, Are we doing it. that? Am I... Oh. Hold it there, standby. Hang on. That's it. Look at that. I'm doing... Look, Mum. One hand. Um, oh, there you go. There you go, mate. <laughs> now, was that it? Uh, no, that's not it. Um, there's more tape down here. Easy tab. You can do one. Look. one. Oh, far out. Oh, we get to do this. Okay, here we go. Oh, and the, the tape's not ripping the box. Exactly. Because you, you hold on to the boxes, don't you? I mean, that's just gorgeous. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> I'm so excited. Not too quickly. Okay. So, okay. so I've got to put it this way because green's up, right? Okay. Ah, this is it. Give me some lighting. Yeah, good lighting. A green for the green Xbox. That is, is, is brilliant. That good? Is that... Okay. Okay. Oh. 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 
how good is the green lighting on it? It looks good, doesn't it? From this angle. Yeah. I don't know if the camera can see it, but man. There you go. When you're going to open yours, make sure you have a green lightsaber ready yeah. to go. Um, doesn't yeah. this just look nice? The unit. By the feel of it. And then we have accessories. So we have cables and things. So we have, yep, power cable. And I'll talk about that in a sec because even that's got a talking point. We have the controller in some nice packaging. Look at that. They even thought to protect the thumbsticks. Yeah, let's, let's make this easy. So um, this here, let's pull a few of these out, shall we? So like the, okay, first and foremost, um, nice solid packaging protecting. Last. Yeah, no fair, no fair enough. Okay, that's, no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, you yeah, know, that's very fair. There's a lot of broccoli going on here. Look at all the green. Um, this is just spectacular. Yeah. So, okay, how would you like to do this? How would you, all, all, all you? Uh, I'm, I'm almost there. I've got to get this big bad boy out. There's only one thing left in here. Then we can ditch this whole box. So we got the HDMI cable, uh-huh. which is interesting because uh, for 4K to work properly, it's got to be an ultra high speed. And you probably can't see it on the camera, but it's got HDMI ultra high speed because each the, the 4K TVs need HDMI 2.1. Yeah, right. If you've got a 4K TV that's HDMI 2, you won't see the full effect of 120 FPS. Jeez, Xbox, it's like you've thought about putting 4K tech in the spec. Yep. It's incredible. you got to look after that. And then... Oh, look. Oh. Major prize. Oh, get it out. Oh, so heavy. Oh, get it out. Oh, it's so heavy. I need the force. Okay. Okay, we'll get rid of that. Here. I'm going to get this out of here. Oh, thank you, Garbs. The legend Garbs. Okay, now, the weight of it. It's, it is decent. So, I mean, you probably can see the Xbox One over there in the unit, but... It's definitely not this heavy. It's not astronomically heavy, and when once you place it, it's not going to go anywhere. Although I would, I would, I don't know what's that weighs up. Are you gonna, are you gonna like just undress it? Are you gonna I rip it apart or what? There's a little bit of our foreplay here. Okay. Right. So I've, I had to find the base. Yep. So we got this, which is and that, that slides. In. <laughs> Power your dreams. My dream is a super powered right now. Are we? Okay, we here we this. go. Oh my god! Oh. I'm going to tease the camera. I'm going to look at the back. Oh camera. yeah, good I'm man. Yep, there we go. The okay. nah, oh my you. god! Just peel it like a like, like a, a banana, like a banana, like mm. a green banana. Oh, you beautiful Ooh. thing! Oh wow! So normally you get um, in the practice. Look at its backside. How big? Oh, oh dear! Oh dear! Sorry, I'll protect it. I'll put it there. So usually you get like the, the, the polystyrene cont- uh, fat packaging material and you got like little bits of bloody packaging and polystyrene flying everywhere but nothing here like it's just clean as it all screams clean yeah. cut sustainable like it's 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 beautiful loving it so we got the front of the unit uh disc drive so the xbox series x is the one with the disc series s without the disc discless pairing button there it's the power button. button are you sure yeah no i'm sure I've, I've used it already but it says pairing okay my bad this is the first time. Just calm down. Will you relax? Sideways, you have little nubs to lie it down, which I'm, I'm pretty happy for because when I saw it lying on its side, I was like, which side do you put it on? Obviously not the the plug-in side, but yeah. So they have those little lugs on the back there. Then we have the entry point for data. USBs. Looks like power. Network, USB 3, I believe, HDMI, and we've got the storage disk. So those super expensive 
uh, I think they're Samsung storage devices can be plugged in here to extend the one terabyte beyond that. And one terabyte SSD as well, SSD. if you don't mind. A solid state drive. They are magnificent. So, and then I just noticed they got the air vents here. So when I saw the architecture video, there's a, there's a fan basically around here that blows air out. But I also saw there's a rear vent at the top here. Is that what that is? You know, so. you know, when I opened mine, I spent ages trying to pick it. Oh. I pick it out. Because, well, I, I just thought it looked like a like a handle. Or, you, know, you just get your finger. You know, my fingers aren't going to get in there. I got the kids over it. They, they couldn't work it out. I mean, they are four and two. But anyway. Um, yep. This is it just, oh, it, you know what? So overall impressions um, of the actual design of the unit itself. What are you thinking? Very crisp, very clean. Already, like, I'm so sweaty because I'm so excited. But you can see, like, handprint-wise, not a good thing. But you're not going to be touching this except for the, the on and off button. So once you've got it in place, you won't, you know, unless you've got little kids like me, you won't be touching it much. So the fingerprint thing is not too big a deal. But no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty impressed. Like, I'm looking forward to firing it up and seeing the green glow, but also just... Yeah, getting ripped, ripping into it. Um, the power cable, you said this has its own story. What's the deal there? So Dan might be aware or remember, there is always a brick power with Xbox 360, the original Xbox, Xbox One. Dan's behind the camera right now. Hi, Dan. Mm-hmm. Hey, and so I believe some of this weight is probably power supply because that, that power unit from the Xbox One and the 360 was, was literally probably you know, a quarter of this size. Mm-hmm. It was just that, that little, it's a cube behind the unit there. Um, so now we've got just this, clean and crisp again. So if you were using this in like a study, for example, for streaming or um, next to your PC kind of thing, it's very, very sleek, very minimalistic. So you don't have that big brick to worry about. There's that word for 2020, isn't it? Minimalist, perfect. It's got the Australian connector, which because this came straight from the US. Mm. So they thought of us Aussies by giving us the Aussie plug without That's an nice adapter. Good. Then we've got the HDMI. We've already talked about that. And then we've got the controller. Okay. Oh, Talk to me about the controller. I'm feeling it already. Like I don't, I'll show you an old one. This is the Star Wars labeled, of course. Good skins. So this is the Xbox One controller, the original. And it hasn't changed much from the Xbox One to the One X um, variant. Yeah, but it's just the new one. Yeah, right? one. Here we go. So shape-wise, very similar. I can't see the profile in terms of if it's slightly changed ergonomically or not. Can you see any difference? Dan, can you see any difference? No. Dan, no, that's good. On the back, you can feel it's a textured grip. Yeah. Now, is that new? Yes. So this is smooth, and being an avid sweaty gamer, that is where I have to take a break. Yep. That would be more comfortable, and also when you're in a you know massive firefight, Fortnite, Halo, um, Call of Duty, any of those, just that slippiness is sometimes enough to throw you off when you're going for the trigger. So does it blow your mind that um, like the so 2013 the uh, you know is the the Xbox you're talking about yep. previous to this one, um, seven years on, and yet what are we like twenty odd years into sort of Xboxes? And it's taken that long to think of putting texture on the grip, and it's not a. It's a. It's. I'd. I'd love to speak to somebody about whether or not that's been an oversight for years, or like a like just whether somebody was sitting around one day and just went, 
why don't we text you the grit? So it comes with two double A's, so you can fire it up straight away. Yep. Take off the back plate. Actually, let's, let's see how it feels with the batteries in. And then my plus goes that way. So on the back there, mm -hmm. this is the rechargeable kit. Rechargeable because you can put it onto the play and charge stand. Yep. So I haven't seen the Xbox Series X rechargeable battery pack for this. And then, because a lot of old accessories from the Xbox are supposed to be compatible with this. Yep. So what I'd like to see, obviously this is closed off at the back here because batteries, but what, what does it look like when you have a rechargeable battery pack in here? Yep. And does it look like this that has the connectors on the back to put onto this kit yeah, yeah. to recharge it? That's the buttons, that's the texture, that's the battery. Difference in the D-pad. Yes. There's a slight difference there. So if you've had a, an Elite controller before, it's always been out of my price range, but the Elite controller has that kind of a D-pad. So now your standard controller just comes with the Elite D-pad. Yep. A little clickier than the old one. Again, that, that's seven years old, so maybe it's wear and tear, but that's noticeable. Then there's, on the front here, the biggest th thing that sticks out is this third button. So there's only the two on there, the, the uh, menu and um, select. This one here is the share button. Mm. This one is one click. Boom. Screenshot. Boom. Ah, boom. Boom. And the other thing I've noticed, just by putting it down then, this is the connector on the bottom. So you see lacking something. Yeah. This one has a headphone port built in. So biggest complaint for me when I got the Xbox One originally with this, I couldn't plug my headphones into it because it's a 3.5 mil jack. So what I had to do is spend another $150 at the time and get a chat pad. Jeez, look at this thing. So that chat pad for me, for the Xbox, was the only way I could use a 3.5 mil jack headphones because uh, yeah, gotcha. yeah. I haven't got wireless yet. So this was my way of, I could have got USB and plugged it and sat closer to the unit, but I preferred to sit back on the couch with this magnificent screen here. Um, so what I did is plug that in and that becomes look at that a chat you can chat you know Dan's probably tried to say hello to me a million times and spent five minutes doing H-E-L-L-O this one is a QWERTY keyboard uh, and uh, print screen and record looks like a stingray yeah makes the controller look like a stingray so what's interesting is that already has the headphone jack but does this connect it does this is actually one of the things that Xbox, I think, have done incredibly well. The um, the innate foresight to go, we're going to make as much uh, previous generation tech accessible and available to current gen tech with the Xbox yeah, Series X right. and S ready to go so you're not forking out extra cash. Yep. Yeah. So it's $750 retail for the unit plus one controller. So straight up, I'm going to buy... Actually, no. I was about to say I'm going to buy a second controller. Backwards compatible. Yes, of course. So I've got now three controllers because I've got two with my Xbox One and now this beauty here. This will obviously be my main, but I'll be having three. So I can have three play co-op in this magnificent theatre room. All right, mate. So that's, that's the unboxing of the Xbox Series X. That's all we can talk about at the moment. We're still under embargo for all of the major uh, review, um, architecture within it performance the ssd the frame rates all that kind of stuff we can't talk about yet all the the like all of the launch titles um ready to go uh all optimized for series x and s as well uh and of course game pass ultimate the thing that's really sold me is game pass yeah. that is a beast it's just there's oh like 
we used to say there's a hundred games on there. There's 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 heaps more than a hundred games on there of the uh, backwards compatible uh, range. There's also the backwards compatibility catalog. Yeah, Game Pass Ultimate is incredible value. Um, you also get four four games a month from Xbox Live Gold, which is part of that package now, which is insane. Uh, please don't ever take away Banjo Kazooie or Tui or any of the other ones. The I'd really the rare. Oh, it was amazing. Absolutely mind blowing. All those. Um, okay, mate. Well, that's it. That is it for the unboxing of the Xbox Series X. Uh, once again, thank you so much, Xbox. We really appreciate um, being invited and involved in such an incredible opportunity um, to be a part of the you know the start of a, a next generation right off the bat um, is incredible. Still a couple of away f- a couple of weeks away from these hitting the shelves of the globe, so we feel very privileged. So thank you very much. Yes, and launches on November tenth uh, worldwide. And a lot of our, a lot of the games we got given will be optimized for Series X on that day. So Assassin's Creed Valhalla is coming out that day. Um, I think Dirt Five might be November six, but a lot of the uh, Watch Dogs Legion November ten ready for ready to go. So pumped. Bring it on. Not enough time. Um, okay, we'll leave you guys to it. Uh, keep an eye across all the stuff that Game On Australia does. Check us out at gameonoz.com. Check us out across all socials, uh, our YouTube and everything else as well on Twitch live seven days a week. Um, but uh, we will have plenty more coming your way for news, reviews and interviews around this beast when the embargoes lift. Thank you very much. Nice. And then we'll do a quick stream on Saturday night just to showcase uh, some of the gaming. And where's my other one right here? We gotta get excited. Gotta cross beams. It's the only time you can cross beams. Oh, of course. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we're excited. And Look, we're making X. Oh yes. Oh. Xbox. Ah. Ah. Oh, how cool was that? That was an amazing unboxing video just there. I oh, just it got me so jealous. Uh, I can't believe that they've got one this early in the piece. I know. Oh. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. I might have to go buy myself a lightsaber as uh, oh. some kind of compensation oh, yeah. for not having yeah. an Xbox. What colour lightsaber, though? What, that's very important. Oh, decision. see, I don't know my Star Wars lore enough to make an educated uh, statement about that. So what what colour do you think I would be, um, I would grab? I reckon you'd be a blue lightsaber. Blue? Yeah, like blue? Cl- what, does that, what does that mean? What does the blue lightsaber mean? Uh, Jedi to start with. And just, um, okay. you know, sort of the classic ones. Because generally there's, there's, and we're getting off topic here, but I'm just going to quickly get this out because I'm a Star Wars nerd <laughs> I and I need we to get this out. Yeah. Harry Potter, Harry yeah. Potter lore. We can that's, cover a little bit it. of Star Wars lore. Um, <laughs> yeah, so there's blue and green, which are your standard um, lightsabers for Jedi. Um, but there was one Jedi that had a purple lightsaber, Mace Windu, and then there's red lightsabers as well, which are the Sith. For those of the general, say, purple players. would be cool. Mm. Yeah, but there's no actual like law behind the purple, is there? Um, no, there there was at one point, but I don't know where it is now. That Disney wiped away all the time, oh, okay. and now they've got the new Disney uh-huh. canon. So I don't know where that is. Yeah. But but it was basically um, Samuel L. Jackson's the one that has it. So yeah. he, he basically they said, "Do you want blue or green?" And he's gone, "I want purple." Yeah, yeah, didn't he want to see uh, himself? That's yeah. why he got it. Oh, probably something like That's that. Amazing. Yeah. But, but anyway, back to the Xbox. So that was that uh, video you can see on our YouTube channel. Uh, but also, as a little added bonus, this Saturday night on the Game On Oz Twitch channel, where you're watching this right now, Inferno is actually going to be streaming some Xbox Series X stuff. 
So before launch, you can see it right here on how it plays, how it swaps between stuff. I've heard it's insanely fast. What game is he playing? Um, I'm not sure what he's gotten, but I believe he's got a Games Pass subscription there. That um, so okay. there'll be a heap of. Um, I'm, I'm actually I'm not sure with the 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 advanced consoles how many of them are uh, up upgraded for. What what are they called? Optimized for the Series X, or if they're okay. just that um, what the normal little bit of upscaling that Xbox Series X is doing with uh, with the the older games. But yes, but that will be on this Saturday. So tune in. You can have a watch of that there. So yes. So if you've been sitting in chat, you may have seen a little message popping up every now and then about how we as Goa and our community have been doing some stuff towards Movember. It's really cool. I'm really loving seeing the whole community come together and fundraise towards uh, the, the Movember Foundation there. So it's it's re been really amazing to see like the stream teams got behind it, all of our content teams behind it, but so is our community too. So if you're a member of our Discord group, um, please join that if you're not. Um, we've got a Movember uh, Moments channel uh, where everybody's <laughs> just chucking in pictures of how their runs are going and how their beards are growing and, and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's been a great community event so far. I remember when it was um, when it was first mentioned because I had no idea Movember also had the the move the moving kind of part to it. And when it was first mentioned, I was just like, like, how, do I just go get myself a fake beard and wear it for a month? And I don't know, slowly just add a hair here and there. <laughs> just slowly draw it on in permanent marker as you go. Yeah, <laughs> so I can join in. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, it's been great that they've added in the move um, component. So that is 60 kilometres over the month. So obviously I've reached out to two kilometres a day, but, um, you know, you can do, you know, something crazy like Butler does where he runs 10Ks at a time because he's oh, a bad man. Um, uh, but you can also do, um, there's another part to the campaign where you can mow your own way. So um, something we'll talk about a little bit later is straight going to be doing a, a 24 hour stream so if you're a streamer you can get involved by setting your own challenge uh they've, they've been really flexible of just you know do anything you want obviously just make it something that's mm -hmm. a bit challenging so that people will, will donate and get involved which is which mm -hmm. is wonderful um yeah, it's come a long so, way since it just thought because of because of the focus on men's health like the looking mm -hmm. after the testicular cancer and the prostate cancer and mental health issues that, that men face it's it sort of came out of that i think but it's great because so many people wanted to get on board with it and help out that you've now got the move you've got the mow your own yeah. stuff and just to pitch in where you can yeah definitely uh, so it's really ex exciting I um that the stream team's all on board too mm -hmm. with what what you're going to be planning to do straight oh yes yes that's um going to be very fun that with the 24-hour stream i'm uh I'm sweating a little bit now, now that it's out in public. I can't back out anymore. It has to be done. It, uh, it but, does. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be good. I've got some uh, some good games lined up. So for those of you who don't know, um, next Tuesday, starting next Tuesday, 5 o'clock Western Standard Time, I'm going to be doing a 24-hour stream. And it just so happens that that's the Xbox Series X launch. So I'm going to be picking up my Series X and playing all those games that, that we were just, well, some of those games at least that we were talking about. In fact, let's, um, I do have, where is it? 
So yeah, so those of you in stream, you can see there, that is the game schedule that I got up um, there. So there's some good stuff in there. And I did find out as well, just got my pen. Um, Destiny Beyond Light drops on the 11th. So I should even be able to get some play of that in, which will be amazing. So, oh, I'm definitely going to watch that because I've been yeah. dying to get back into Destiny yeah. too. I know. I've, I've played it a little bit, but um, just, yeah, I, I do like the 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 destiny shooter style stuff and it's going to be amazing so one thing i do want to mention on that schedule you see there there's a a bit that says a bonus lego incentive so like with a lot of charity 24-hour streams i'm going to have some donation incentives to do throughout it so at some point during that screen stream we're going to hit a certain level and it'll unlock me building this child lego yoda here Oh my goodness, oh, you have to bring that. it closer. So, we have to. So, yes, the, the, the child Yoda, complete with little ball that he steals oh. off the spaceship. Oh, oh amazing. Wow. How tall is it? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Soon find out. I doubt we have to tune in now. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> if it's anything compared oh. to the, like, the little stand thing here, I've done other Star Wars things that have had like the nameplate there. It's probably. Mm -hmm no bigger than this box so. okay okay so yes so that's... oh that is going to be incredible yeah hopefully yeah. that's earlier in the stream so you're not near like the 22 hour mark i have said it a bit later so that i've got a little bit of a break from uh from video games but yeah we've got to get that donation goal first if we don't hit the donation goal then i might not be building it and I, it's going to oh, be I forever like... trapped in that box Ah, I like the tease. Yeah. We, we got to get it done for you. That's it. And what is your um your donation goal um, um, for the twenty four hour stream? Well, I think I've, I've put a few things out there. Yeah, actually, you know what? I I wasn't intending on showing this, but let's let's show it. Um, except I think I have to export it. Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll talk about the goals. We'll we'll, yeah. we'll worry about that later. So, I'm doing some some simple things. So, um. I haven't decided on the dollar amount yet, but um, there's a tr there's a party trick you do where you put the coaster on the table and you flick it up and you catch it. Have you guys ever seen that? Oh, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. You used to do that at the pub. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. So um, yep. I think it's probably going to be for every $30 donated, I'm going to flip one of those over. So if you first 30 bucks, I'll flip one of those over. At 60 bucks, I'll flip two over. 90 bucks, flip three over and keep going for as high as we get. Just... Uh, see how we do there but then i've got little little things like i think i've put in um do a acapella rap for ice ice baby just to see how oh. that goes um <laughs> i've got a cosplay one in there obviously the lego as well and as as i've set it at a thousand dollars but i'm a little bit nervous um and that is if we get a thousand dollars i'll cut off my beard <gasps> live on stream i'll do that yes. oh my god so <laughs> And, oh, and then just to rub salt. How are going to make this happen now? Uh, it's got to happen. I'm a little bit worried. How long have you had the beard? I'm, only this year um, I started going. Oh, okay. it's a, but yep. I've, I've had like a closer shave beard for years now. But that doesn't yeah. take long to come back. But this beard, this part here, is been most of this year. So, uh, yes, this, I'm a little bit nervous. We'll see see what happens. <laughs> we'll, um, if we get to the $1,000, it's a win-win really, isn't it? If we get to the thousand dollars, it's great. We've raised all that money. If we don't get to the thousand dollars, I get to keep my beard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, 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 absolutely. 
Yep, J- Jartfin's descent. You're a b- very brave, brave man, man. I agree. <laughs> to, to lose to lose oh. your facial hair, it's a good one. Yeah. So yeah, so, um, th- so that will be next next Tuesday from five PM, leading up into the start of the podcast <laughs> next week next week as well. So yes, exciting, fun times. Yeah, so uh, I'm just super excited. I'll quickly just mention we're four days in. We've already raised $788, which is just incredible effort by the community. I want to thank everybody so much for those who've donated already. Uh, Skittles mum, uh, she was the first donation <laughs> off the off the rank. Um, so thank you very much to her for kickstarting kick that part of the campaign. Um, we're also running a couple of competitions. So if you want to be in it to win a Movember T-shirt, uh, just uh, uh, do your best Mo cosplay of a video game <laughs> character. Um, so you... I know Menthe's aiming for uh, the the Freeman. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys have seen in the yeah. moments chat. He he showed us what he's aiming for in there. Um, but if you can grow some um, facial hair that's video game inspired, pop up your. Yeah, Gordon Freeman from Half-Life. Thank you. <laughs> um, um, pop your uh, best uh, pictures in our chat. And uh, if you're posting on social media, use the hashtag uh, Goa Movember 2020 because then I can find it. And then if it's awesome, I can give you a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing we're doing for the movers is if you're using a tracking app for your runs, uh, we're looking at the best video game inspired run so you can do traces like um, Butler did a Yoshi one about a month ago oh, um, wow. where he ran in the shape of a Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> so we're looking at that as well. So both of those will get you a T-shirt. So definitely uh, give those go give those a try, get, get in those to win it as well. Inferno's out walking oh. right meow. Yeah, I just saw that. Good on you. Good on you for being on your feet and, and moving mm. there, Inferno. And watching the podcast at the same time. That's commitment. I know. Yes. Yes, there's lots, I'm going to say, lots going um, on. What, what video game character do you reckon has, like, the best beard? Ooh. So I've got one in mind. Mm. Uh, I, I, I mean... Mario's beard is the classic beard. Oh, I was going to say, I absolutely love um, Wario. Mm. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, the like, the zigzag, yeah. Yeah, the zigzaggy one. Oh, Jim's thinking about this. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking, I just saw Night Shepard said the dude from Red Dead. Dude from Red Dead? Is that Arthur? I'm not sure. So, that. Oh, that's the only character I yeah. know from Red Dead. <laughs> I, I was actually going to say um, Waluigi, like with his oh. the, the, oh, similar, yeah, similar to um, Kronos. Oh yes, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's so many good ones. I, I, somebody in the uh, Discord mentioned Price mm. from Call of Duty. Yeah, that's yeah. classic. Yeah, and we got Dutch, and we got Cranky Kong from Donkey Kong Country. Oh, yeah, of course. Mm. Yeah, there's, there's so many options to go with. I just don't know how anybody gets it that big, thick and bushy in a well, month. Yeah, in, in a month is a bit hard because like, I've I've got like this bit here that I've been growing out as as well. Because like, for a, a mate's wedding a couple of years ago, I like got the full-on like handlebar moustache 
thing going oh, on. Oh, that's cool. But it, ta- it takes a, a fair bit, and I, if I'm being honest, I don't really take care of this very well. I, I don't, like, use the oils or anything like that. But um, but it does look really awesome when it's done. In fact, I think I put a picture of it in the um, in the Discord, in the Movember channel there. But, uh, yes, it did look pretty awesome for that wedding, and I got lots of compliments on my moustache. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So that will be good. That's what's coming up November-wise. So that's really good from us. Uh, the next, uh, the last thing of the three things gamers need to hear this week is over the weekend, Worlds 2020 was held. Um, it it ended up being fairly one-sided, but damn, it was an entertaining game. Good. So I'm in League of Legends is one of the biggest esports in the world. And, and with all the issues with COVID this year, instead of it touring around China, um, how it normally does for the event, they created a little bubble in, in Shanghai and the, the whole series was, was hosted there. So um, basically the combination of five weeks of games um, led to the grand final being held over the weekend. And it, it was definitely exciting, um, especially since... The last three years, they've they've had like a three zip uh, uh, score in, in the best of five series in, for that grand final. So having the little bit of back and forth was was really exciting. It was like, as someone that doesn't really watch league, like we went, we, there was a few of us here that went out to watch it because um, one of the local ISPs, Pentanet, put it on uh, a big screen out with Murdoch University here as well. And so there was a, probably about 50, 60 people went out there and watched watched the league final on, on the big screen TV there. Well, sorry, not big screen I cinema. I was so jealous. Oh, it was, it was so oh. good. But, um, but that first game that went for like half an hour, like I learned so much from that, just seeing them fight over the dra- the drakes and like, um, the Rift, Rift Herald. and Rift Herald. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was just... Yeah. It was such an amazing sort of back and forth, and it could have gone either way. In, in the end, um, Damwon ended up getting the win there. But then in the second game, when um, Suning came out and just they made, I think, some pretty left field choices in their champions, and then just mowed through with um, one of their players, Bin, getting a pentakill in the late stages of the game. Insane. We haven't seen a pentakill in finals in a long time mm. either. So that that was absolutely killer amazing and and with Suning come in with those left of, left of field picks mm-hmm. there that's what made it really exciting could Dan one with all of their skill and their knowledge be able to adjust to these really weird um mm-hmm. composition and plays um uh, obviously you know as we went through it was best of five so uh we had another uh, game after that where uh Dan one ended up kind of I think understanding the challenges that Suning were throwing um, up for mm. them and you saw them kind of picking up momentum in that third game and then um, unfortunately the fourth game was just kind of a bit of a, a stomping um, for yeah. poor Suning. Um, but yeah, really, really exciting that um, Korea have won the championship again because they kind of had a run from 2015 to 2017 where they were just there back to back and it was all Korean teams in the grand finals for those years as well. Um, so to have a year the last few years where it's been mixed regions of the finals and then this year to have China and Korea was was uh, really exciting with, with Korea taking it out. Mm, yeah, it was super exciting. And just like the the way it, it was presented was just amazing to me because I'm, I'm a fairly big sports nut. I like my AFL. I like a good game of anything. And just 
like you say, League is an easy game to watch as what too. So it's it's reasonably easy to pick up and understand, and there's a lot of spectacle to it. So you know when things are going right for a team and when they're going wrong. Um, yeah. I may I may not understand what abilities they're using or what the different champions do and that sort of stuff, but you, you can see when they they they've made progress down like the mid lane or the the bottom lane. It seemed to be the bottom lane that got favoured in this series, but um, but yeah, it was just it was a super fun event to go and watch, and I was glad to be able to go and see it. I mean, I think um, you know, in spite of all the issues with COVID, I think that they just did a a great job i i saw a lot of kind of disappointed people on facebook because the 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 pre-show stuff that they did with all the this in arena special effects mm. were really as good as it has been the last few years it was still pretty darn good um mm. i come from a background of watching like wwe where they've tried little bits like that and they never really look mm. good at all <laughs> um so right always do a really good yeah. job and, and i think you know considering covid this year it was still mm. a really good showing and then the the crowd in attendance there was only you know five or six thousand people in in the crowd but they they did a good job of making some noise um there was again a little bit of a rumble on social media about that because they they didn't really make much noise for Suning, uh, sorry for Damwon because Damwon was the Korean team and it was in China and the Chinese fans just uh, kept their lips t- tight and quiet when uh, Suning was doing with Damwon was doing well. In fairness, though, like if if your team is not doing very well, what are you going to do? It's like it's. Especially that last I, game to, to when they got, got trounced. It's just like mm, you'd be shattered and you just yeah. go, oh, I don't really feel like cheering right now, thanks. No, that's mm. right. I mean, I my most of my sports experience is either sports entertainment with like mm. pro wrestling where you go and you boo and they yeah. want you to boo them um, or you go to like the AFL or something and if you've got an away team there, they just get absolutely yeah. smashed by the crowd just. Mate, I'm, I'm a West, I'm a West Coast Eagles fan. I'm, you know, the booing that that comes out of us, you know, there's quite a bit of that happening. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, but yeah. That said, there wasn't any of that. At, well, not not uh, that I really heard at the league uh, no. worlds. So that that was good as well. So no, was, no. They might not have been making noise, but they were good sports about it. Yeah, yep, absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, there was just so many stories that came out of this. I think just really Dan one showing the composition um, and mm. the uh, ability just to, to stay on top of, of the games with their skills, uh, despite the weird weird picks and, and things being thrown at them. Um, they they really were the, the favourite coming in to win and they, and they did mm. really well. Um, and I think they've really shown that the Korean teams are coming back again. Um, they were the darling of their region. They pretty much just smashed all the other teams as well um, throughout the season. So it was kind of expected they were going to do well and they and they really showed that. Um, Suning was the absolute underdog because out of the Chinese teams that uh, made it to Worlds, they were the worst. They were like at the bottom. Mm. And for them to make it to the finals as well was super exciting because that was like the, the, yeah, you were mentioning before the absolute underdog story mm. of, of swimming making it to the grand finals. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, everything in really, the pre game really, about them was just like, how do they keep, they keep finding a way to win it. And even in that, that um, third game, the, where it's the wheels started to come off, even when it was obvious they weren't going to win that round, they were still trying stuff. They were still fighting, mm. trying to find a way to get through. 
yeah 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 so uh, i think it just presents a lot of really interesting questions going forward because obviously the opl has been dismantled which Mm. is the oceanic league so um i found this world's really interesting because um maybe it's you know time that we focus a little less on regions um as oceanic viewers and we start following teams a little bit more Mm. i think that that's something that's going to serve us as well us well especially as our our local players are going to be going to to na teams Mm. um you know i'm going to be following all of the teams that are picking up aussie players and and cheering for them rather than cheering for the whole um, american region um so it'd be interesting to see what comes in 2021 Mm. yeah yeah it'll be interesting to see if um anything springs up from a replacement for the OPL as well, I feel, because I still I still think mm. that there's some grassroots support there in Australia for something LOL-related esports. So uh, oh. whether whether something, something new and interesting or different springs out from that, I, I would really like to see that sort of thing because something that gets grassroots support is is always much better and more successful in the long run than than something where somebody comes in and just dumps a heap of money and and say here you go like the AFL is a big one for that with Greater Western Sydney and Gold Coast like they just threw money at them and said here be successful and well there was glimmers for both of them but they haven't been all that successful and I think that will can apply to esports as well because money can only get you so far if you don't have the the passion for it then you're going to lose out in the long run. And I think there's the passion here for it. I agree. I agree. Um, one real lesson learned at the moment is uh, with Heroes of the Storm, they they kind of had the competitive uh, side of their sport taken out from the rug taken out from under them. And this year they've got uh, Heroes Hearth uh, Esports really picking up the mantle for that. They're running leagues and really bringing back competitive for Heroes of the Storm. And that is absolutely what you're talking about. The most passionate people at the grassroots level building up those leagues again. So uh, fingers crossed we'll see that here. Mm -hmm. All right. So something else we want to draw your attention to. So a while back, um, in our Discord and through our social media, we put out a call for some people to design some stuff. So every year, Game On Australia does a 12 Games of Christmas competition. So we, we give away some games, and, and but we've always got a graphic that goes with it to, to show off. So we put out the call to our designers and, and graphically inclined people in our community to to come up with something that that they think is will be good for for this year's 12 Games of Christmas. And we've got three three community members now that uh, have submitted designs and we put them up for voting on our social media pages. So both on our Twitter, which is GameOn underscore Oz, and on our Facebook page, which is Game on Oz. So, um, and I'm just going to drag this over so that you guys can see it there at the moment. So we have entries from Night Shepherd, LJ, and Gamma as well. So you can vote for them on our social media pages right now. And the winner of this, so one of these three guys is going to be getting $150 cash. So that's really cool. They look really good. Oh, nice. Mm. I like it. We've got um, Night Shepherds Among Us themed things and LJ's advent calendar and Gamma's Yeah, I was actually thinking if that, um, the one by Night Shepherd, if that was a Among Us Mm. um, inspired design. (laughs) Which ones do you guys like? 
Oh, I like all of them. I'm actually yes. so torn. Yeah. I'm so torn. Like, I mean, Among Us is pretty on point, though. Mm. It's hard to go past Among I'm Us. I'm thinking that so too, that, and I love the advent calendar idea. And then I also like the, like, like the real, like, Gamma's design. Mm. Um, what's the word for it? Like, minimalist kind mm. of design? Yeah. I really like that, too. Oh, it's going to be a hard one. Yeah. So you guys can have your say in the best one. So you jump on our socials, on our Twitter and on Facebook and have a look at that. So um, I'm not quite sure how long the poll, because there's a poll on our Twitter page. I'm not quite sure how long that's going to be up for, but that's there for you to vote now. Um, And like I said, on Facebook as well. So wrong mouse. Let's take that back. Cool. (laughs) So there we go. And I think... We've just got enough time today, I think, to do the big question. So let's let's see if I can get the, the singing on it right this time because I, I always kind of muck it up a little bit. Big question. It's a bloody big. It's a bloody big. There we go. So we're having Yay. well done. <laughs> thank you, thank you. We're having a little bit of a chat before stream about um, this particular question, and it's uh, really, and I think it's an interesting one. So with the new consoles that are coming out next week, we thought we'd want to revisit some past glories. So the question this week is: Which past console release were you most excited about? Natty, you had uh, had one we were talking about. Oh, I did. So I was talking about the release of the Xbox 360 because mm. it's the only console where I have been to the midnight launch. I was so excited to get my new console, pick up Halo and just, you know, oh, it was my life at the time. Um, so we were waiting. There was like a series of gates to get into where the gaming store was because it was inside of a mall. And I was shoulder to shoulder with all of these big gamer dudes and they're all like shuffling and and bustling about trying to get you know first in line to pick up their console so he'd get home and start you know downloading updates as you have to do when you first get the console (laughs) i suspect that was what the rush was because we had the uh internet speeds that we had (laughs) back then um but no that like i'll never forget that experience Mm. that that was great and then you know, that console that was mm. a huge console for me, the Xbox Live Arcade, just huge oh, yeah. um, impact on my life and gaming, especially around mm. my love for indies as well. Mm-hmm. Like that's where my love for indies came from, was from my Xbox Live Arcade. Um, we just had a bit um, of a how, rush how about you? follows as well, sorry. So I missed one a little while ago. Shaney Poo, thank you for the follow. Eval Phrase, uh, Yen Rock Oz and OG Mythic, thank you so much for the follow. Welcome to Goa, you bloody legends. Um, Rogue, what about yourself? Have you have you got one that you were excited about? <laughs> well, I'm torn because there was the PS2 that um, when that was released, I was quite young. But um, I remember when that was released, uh, Kingdom Hearts was out as well and that's what really drew me to the PS2. And I can remember I was asking my parents for a PS2 so badly and... I think I got it for Christmas and it was probably the most excited I've been about 
a console since the Nintendo 64. Yeah. And when I like the Nintendo 64, I was a lot younger. <laughs> so I can't remember that very well. But then again, the PS4 was the first console that I like I bought myself. And it's probably my most loved console to date. So I think I think I'm gonna go with PS2 because I just remember being so excited and so like, you know, begging my mum and dad probably like every day with that console. <laughs> and yeah, I just remember when I opened it and they gave me the Kingdom Hearts game too. Mm-hmm. That I played it because my mum wouldn't let me play it in the um in the lounge room because she wanted to watch her shows. <laughs> so I had to play it in the kitchen in our tiny little TV, which I think was only like this big. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Oh, nice. But um yeah, the PS2 would probably have to be my most yeah. How about you, Jim? Oh had to had a bit of a think about it. And for me, I think it has to be the GameCube. So I think was the Nintendo's worst or second worst console in the end by sales. But at the time that we got it, there was a, I was in year 11 at high school and there was a couple of us in the same year that we just started working and just started getting our own money. So it was the console that we saved up for ourselves to get and we had so much fun playing it. Like, I, I think this might have almost been the last sort of era of consoles when they used to have the, the demo boxes in stores as well. So, and I remember sitting there and playing Rogue Leader and trying to get through that and Luigi's Mansion oh, and and yeah. and just the, those games were iconic for me. And I th- at the time, it was the first Nintendo console to launch without a Mario game as well, although in fairness, there was only three before that. But, uh, but yeah, because the yeah, GameCube launched with Luigi's Mansion and then Mario Sunshine came out a bit later. It launched with Smash Brothers though, didn't it? Like Smash Brawl? Or Malik? No, no. No, that was later. I think there, there. I think there were there were three games. I think that launched with the GameCube and like Rogue Leader right, was I one. I can Google this while you keep yeah. talking. Where okay. Rogue Leader was one. Luigi's Mansion was the other, but I can't remember what the third one was. But but anyway, yeah, it was just it was so good. Like that first console that you saved up for. And well, that I'd saved up for and bought myself, and like the anticipation of going down the shop and paying for it and buying it, and it was and, and having mates there that that really loved it as well, and just getting together, you know, the old thing you'd go around each other's places, and when Smash Brothers came out, you know, we'd sit there and play that, and uh, it was, yeah, N- Nintendo machines like from the sixty four onwards were like really good multiplayer machines, and. I, I, it's one of those things that I lament that now that we've actually got TVs big enough for split-screen multiplayer, not many games do it. Although I did see, I was watching something the other day, and with um, Borderlands 3, with their their optimizations for the Xbox Series X, I'm not sure about PlayStation 5, but definitely Xbox Series X, um, will have four-player split-screen multiplayer. Oh, wow, yeah. really? Yeah, I thought that was That's really awesome. Cool. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, oh, hopefully that happens to PlayStation as well. <laughs> yeah. Love a, love, love yeah. me some Borderlands. Oh, yeah. I need to get back into 3 I, and finish I, that off. Yeah, I've been um, playing uh, the second one because mm. I like to uh, get the Platinum trophy for games. Mm. So currently on the Platinum run for Borderlands 2. Nice. And, yeah, that's... It's challenging, but it's good. <laughs> yeah. did, did we able to find 
if there was a third one or if no my googling skills are terrible i'm not sure if anybody in in twitch chat has had a better time than me i got stuck on a series of articles linking to articles that did not have the answer (laughs) well anyway that's about it for us tonight um we're going to hand over to lukey bangers lukey you around in chat if not, we can keep talking for a little bit. I'm sure we've got plenty we can talk about. <laughs> and I have such fond memories of the GameCube because oh. legit, that handle on that console, and we would just take it from friend's place to friend's place playing, you know, Melee and mm. all the other multiplayer games you could play. But the most devastating moment, we were playing Smash mm. and somebody got annoyed and lifted up their controller that was corded and the console just fell down, smashed to smithereens on this uh, slate tile that was on the floor. Oh, Oh. so sad. That's why you needed the wave birds, even if they didn't have (laughs) one. Yeah, I I had a wave bird because I I was not the most controlled with my movements when I was playing (laughs) games. But uh, Eternal Darkness is the other game that, I loved from the GameCube that hasn't been released on anything else anywhere else and mm. uh, makes me cry that it hasn't because I, I don't know if you guys played it much, but no, it was one of the games is. that you, mm. yeah. yeah, like you would lose your sanity throughout the game. So mm. it would do stuff like um, have a little fly come up on the screen and it would just be there and you think it was a real fly and you go up and try and show it off the screen okay. <laughs> off the CRT TV. Um, and, like, it would act like the console had restarted on you mm-hmm. when it oh. hadn't. It did oh. all that kind of stuff. Oh it was really cool. I love games that um, did that. Like, you know. It was one of the Metal Gear games in, uh, was it Psycho Mantis or something, where, where he would... Um, do something to your save file or do something to the game or you had to plug the controller into port two because he'd stop it from working oh. and stuff like that. Yeah, it was like... Oh, man. And even That's to a, crazy. Even to a lesser extent, the DS, because I remember in Legend of Zelda Phantom Hourglass, there was a puzzle where you had this map and you had to copy it to your map. And, of course, you know, at the bottom of the DS is a touchscreen, so I'm there trying to draw on this map. And I'm not being able to progress any further. So in a moment of frustration, I've like closed the DS lid and then gone, oh, let's go have a look at it. Open it back up. That was the solution. Close the DS and it copies the map. And yeah, it was crazy. that's clever. (laughs) That is so clever. Uh, Yeah, uh, Lukey has just said he is is ready to go. But uh, but please do go on. Sorry. (laughs) Was that in Twitch chat or was that in? Uh, Twitch chat. Oh, yeah. yeah. But please do go on. Okay. Well, talk for a little bit, Lukey. Let us know when you're ready. Yeah, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, getting back to the GameCube, uh, did you go? Did you ever have the um, the link cable for the Game Boy Advance? Yes. Yeah. I never we- had the GameCube. <laughs> oh, no. I was like... It was a console I really, really wanted, mm. and I just never—I still want it to this day. Mm. And uh, yeah, just, I never just, got uh, it. just quietly. I know. <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> I can't yeah. deal. I'm just eyeing it off. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, Lukey says he's ready, so let's uh, let's get on and get some Lukey bangers goodness into the house here. Thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight. 
Um, thank you, Natty and Rogue, for jumping in, having a good chat. Very much appreciate Thank you for being an amazing host as always, Jim. That's all right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, don't forget, Saturday night, we've got uh, Inferno playing some Xbox Series X games. As jump on our socials, have a vote for the 12 Games of Christmas Design Contest. And the one that I'm still quietly scared of is the 24-hour stream that I'm doing next Tuesday night. So thank you, everybody. And remember, don't forget to save. <laughs>